0: Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage Podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about situationship breakups versus relationship breakups. This is just a reminder, in this particular episode, we did have some call-ins on the app. There might be a little bit of stronger language in this. This is an adult content type subject. So if you do have any young children in the room who's listening or you're listening to it in your car, you may want to wait until you have an opportunity to listen to it without them around. I don't think there's any explicit language in there, but it is adult content. So it's just as a friendly reminder, just to let you know with this particular episode, it is going to run a little long and we're going to cover, we cover the topic pretty thoroughly. So just keep that in mind as we go forward and continue your listening and continue your support. Thank you. Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage Podcast, where facts, logic, and reasoning are at the forefront of every conversation. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about our situationship breakups harder than relationship breakups. Why do we feel situationship breakups feel worse than our relationship breakups? Why do we invest so much time emotionally in a situationship? Why do we get in situationships in the first place? Are situationships contributing to the decline in the marriage rate? And lastly, why do we stay in situationships when we know they will eventually come to an end? So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we delve deep into this issue. As we did say in our little quick intro, situationships, that's what we're talking about. Why are situationship breaks up breakups harder than relationship breakups? I wanted to do this particular episode just because I've seen several people talking about this online and I thought it would be a good idea to bring it out there to the public and to the world and just see where this lands us. So I'm just basically talking about this. One of the reasons why another reason why I did it is I was as I always do, I was flipping through some articles and things that I had read. And some of the things that I would read surprised me that I stumbled across an article where a woman stated that it took her almost 4 years to get over her situationship it took her almost 4 years almost 4 years think about that to get over her situationship so what is basically a situationship what is it basically it's just a the best way that people describe it is a almost relationship <laughs> The, the term friends with benefits kind of comes to mind when you hear that term friends with benefits, but it's just basically a situation to where there's no strings attached to the in the relationship. Y'all. It's just part of that hookup culture mentality where you'll get together. You're not really seeing each other. You just occasionally come by and you'll, you'll meet, meet, meet up with each other and engage in different activities. And, That's it. There's no really strings attached. Now, usually in situationships, there is one or maybe, you know, there's one of the the people who's involved in it. One of them likes the other person more than the other person. And they're, they're holding out hope that the situationship will blossom into a relationship. But usually that never ends up happening. So... The best way I can describe it is like I said earlier, it's an almost relationship. It's like almost dangling a carrot in front of an animal that likes carrots and pulling it away right when they go try to eat it. so it's it's a similar similar uh, a thought process I'll say is that. Now when we're talking about these, you know it' it's it's, a, it's an interesting thing that people allow themselves to even go down this path, especially if they're the one who likes the other person more than the other, you know, they're the ones who like the other person more than the other person likes them. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for people to get involved in them, but they tend to do it anyway. So the next question I asked and that I wanted to bring up was just simply that why do we invest so much time emotionally into these situations? Because realistically speaking while we're in these situationships we're literally we're literally wasting uh, time that this is time that we could be actually in a committed relationship with somebody and we are not doing it so we're just more or less involved in the situationship and it's it's potentially keeping us away from other people who could be a relationship partner for us so it's it's a little difficult when we get in these these particular types of relationships these situationships you know so a lot of times when we emotionally invest in it it's it's almost like we're living we're fantasizing sort of about our future so what I'm getting at is like we may want this situationship to blossom and turn into something a little bit more a little obviously a lot more stronger to where it could lead to you know other things more long the long term relationship and when it doesn't you know so we live in that fantasy and we hold out that hope that this will actually come to fruition that we'll get in this situationship and eventually it will blossom into the relationship and then who knows what will happen from that point on now if you've ever been in one of these situationships you know, what, what was the, the feeling like? And wh- how did you feel about these situationships that you might have been like? So the, one of the I'm going to ask, you know, I'm going to have some people come on, but I'm going to ask really quick a couple of questions uh, pertaining to this. Um, the first one is, does the situationship breakup feel worse than a relationship breakup? That's number one. And another question I'm going to probably ask you is, uh, why do you get involved in a situationship in the first place? You know, and have you ever been in one yourself? So I see that we do have one person get in, uh, waiting in the guest, And so we're going to bring them on here in a minute. And before I bring them on, I just want to say other one, one other quick thing pertaining to this. Is it the, is, are these situationships contributing to the decline in the marriage rate? Now, there is a little bit of good news on the marriage rate front. Last year, the marriage rate did tick up a little bit. The, that's the good news. The bad news, it was so low that it didn't really make much of a difference. So that's one of the reasons why, you know, it, it did tick up, but we're going from a very, very low spot to, you know, just a low spot. So it's, it is improving, hopefully, and it continues on that trajectory, but we just don't know. So I'm going to bring my next guest on and just see what their thought process is on this particular topic, and we'll take it from there. All right. I hope I say this name right, Zahara. Zahara will be joining us here, and we'll get we'll get their take on it. Good evening. How are you doing? Hello,
1: how are you? How are you doing? Hi, um, my name is Zahara. I know you're watching my podcast safely. Thank you mm-hmm. um, so much. Sure. God bless you. To answer your question, Uncle Andrew, can I
0: call you? You can call me. I just call me Andrew. Either one is fine. <laughs>
1: i call you uncle. So, uncle, listen, I had a situation shit before and, um, it was, um, this month actually on the 11th or 12th, mm-hmm. I believe, and, um, met a guy on Facebook. Thought he was the one promising to marry me. He said I was beautiful and, uh, I was so gullible and I gave this guy all my love, all my time and, um, he kind of took advantage of me. And so he tried to scam me, he lied to me, told me he had a job and he didn't. Nah. Turns out he didn't have a job. And he said he had two kids. And I don't know how true that is, but he said he had a, how he's 30 years old. I'm talking about him, how, how he's 30 years old. And I was a 24 year old and a, um, a eight year old. How old am I? 22. Going on 23. I was hmm. 23 in August. So I got took an advantage of, and he wanted me to send money. And I talked to the wisdomers, and all my family here on wisdom. we all family. We may not know each other, but we family. Mm-hmm. And told me, my family told me on wisdom. they said, don't do it in my real-life family outside of wisdom, Y'all my in that family, but my real family biologically, you know, my birth family, they told me not to do it either, but I didn't tell my mom. My mom I live with her. She have a fit, and I have bipolar mm-hmm. and mental illness, so she'll have a fit.
0: Sure, sure. Let me ask you a question. How did you, when it first started, like how did you feel? Like you know, you ended up in this particular situationship. What was it? He just said nice things to you, or you just really were physically attracted to him? What was it?
1: I was. Um, it was both, like okay, physical attraction. You yeah, had everything I was looking for. He wanted marriage and he was saying good things. Like he, he used my words that I put on there, on the app, you know, with a dating thing, there's a Facebook okay. dating um, heart on the app. I put God bless you looking for a hug. And I love to say that it's my favorite word. Everybody on wisdom know how say God bless you. Uh-huh. So he said, God bless you. You look beautiful. You're pretty. God bless you. I said, oh, I, he said, I want to marry you, pretty, all this stuff. And I'm cute and whoop, whoop, whoop. Just shorten it, because I know you got other people on the packet that want to talk. So I'll be brief
0: on here. No, you're fine. Go ahead. You, you still got time.
1: And, uh, you know, he was like, oh, you're pretty, you're pretty. You're a cute young lady. And I am a woman. So I felt so gullible and fit for it. Because I thought, I, said, I thought, Hey, he's going to marry me. I was like, oh, my God, he's coming to Miami where I live at. He's going to try to come down here from New York. It, dude, it's like a big red flag. Sure. Like, I should have paid attention to that.
0: Sure. Yeah, that's, you have to be cognizant of that, especially if it's a long distance type of a thing, because that's that's a lot of, you know, distance and travel yeah I don't know if you would wanna yes. be in something you know that's that that's involved like that because just the distance alone you y- can't you're not you have limited amounts of time when you can even see each other, so long distance right, so right. your long distance played a role in the situationship itself is that correct
1: correct, and so when i when I heard that you know not all ladies like me women who are like me, I'm a lady, so some ladies are not like me. You know what I'm saying? They're not gullible. But I was one of the ones who are gullible. So I let him take advantage of me. I'm so sweet and kind. Like um, some celebrities you may meet, like uh, Michael Jackson or Beyonce. Some nice like that. You know what I'm saying? I have a good heart. And, you know, people take advantage of that.
0: So they took your kindness for weakness? Yes. Okay. So what would you what would be what would you do in the future pertaining to situationships? What what are you gonna do to prevent yourself from kinda going in down that direction again?
1: Try um to um not um run off with a guy who you don't know on the internet to get married and don't um send him any money and I learned that lesson. Okay. And I'm not gonna beat myself. But it was a lesson learned. And being twenty two, two two years old, like being two three this year in my twenties, I'm in mean my twenties. And so I'm so happy of myself being a caregiver, uh helping out the elderly, doing what I do. And you are um more than welcome. Come, always come on back to the Pop Side um podcast your family. Okay. And you can always um vent your feelings if you want to.
0: Sure. And you can come
1: on my show and say, Hey, Zaha, I had a bad day. This is how I feel. So you're welcome.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate the invite and I appreciate you coming up and sharing your story with us. And um, hopefully in the future, this welcome, won't happen to you. Hopefully, family. this won't happen God to you in the future. You. Okay. No,
1: I hope not. And just keep me in your prayers.
0: I, I And I will. God bless
1: you. Okay.
0: All right. Thank you, ma'am.
1: All right, God bless.
0: All right, God bless you.
1: You're
0: welcome. Okay. God bless you. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was uh, Zahara. She was explaining to her what happened with her. And in that situation, it sounds like it was a long-distance type of a relationship situation that occurred. And I guess he was telling her what she wanted to hear. And she, uh, you know, fell a little victim to that particular situation. So, and those type of things can happen. I mean, it's it's we all... One of the things it says here, as I was doing some of the research, it talks about the fantasy of that almost relationship and how it enters into our mind. And it allows it allows us to sort of escape. It allows us to sort of escape from reality a little bit. You know, it's it's one of those feelings that we usually end up with. No, sometimes these relationships don't last very long, but sometimes they last a very long time. Because, but when they are very short, it's almost like we're in a honeymoon phase. So it's almost like we're constantly in a honeymoon phase. So it's like, oh, it's the fun parts because we're only engaging in fun activities for the most part during these situationships. So that's one of the, that's one of the tricks to this. That's one of the dangers that, you know, that, that can, get us in this this situation when we have these 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 feelings another thing here that's pretty interesting is in these situationships since we're in sort sort of a fantasy state of being at that time our hormones kind of kick in our hormones will kick in and we kind of you know we you know we can we can release chemicals you know oxytocin is a chemical it's a bonding chemical that's in our, our, our brains that's released when we're sort of intimate with somebody. And then there's also dopamine, which is the, the, the high sort of that makes us feel really good about ourselves. And so do you combine those two chemicals together that are released when we're in these situations, it can give us a feeling of a stronger attraction to this person, even though we're not technically in a relationship. So when we got those two chemicals being released, and we're in this fantasy state of being, that breakup can become really, really hard on us. That can be a very, very hard breakup. So that's something we have to take into consideration with these quote-unquote situationships. Now, why do we stay in situationships when we know at some point they will eventually come to an end? Again, it's that feeling, that honeymoon feeling, that honeymoon phase, it's somewhat of a relationship that, you know, we we know that it's going to come to an end, but we're we're enjoying it so much that we don't want to leave. We don't want to, we don't want to leave the relationship. So we got that honeymoon feeling that's going on. And the other thing is, is that, like I mentioned earlier, we're holding out hope. At least one of the two usually is holding out hope that, this relationship is going to last. (laughs) So, or it's going to turn into this situationship is going to turn into a relationship. So I see we do have another guest waiting and I'm going to bring them up here. But that's one of the things, one another question I might want to ask the guest is just why do we get ourselves involved in these situationships when we know they're eventually going to come to an end? So let's just see who we have. Oh, we have one of my favorites and uh, she'll be joining us here in a second. And uh, she'll let it here, get her her thoughts on this. Good evening, Ellen. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. It seemed like your voice went down a little low, though. Is it, it, is, is, it a,
0: and is it any better now?
2: It just went low. Oh no, it went so down. I can hear it, but
0: it's okay. okay. Let me turn yeah, it. Let me turn the low. mic up a little bit. Is it coming in any better? Yeah, I
2: guess that's better. Okay. Uh, I had to catch it before. I had to catch it before I get to my show. I yeah, I
0: know you're doing one possibly. coming up soon.
2: Yeah, I wanted to pop in and uh, I have not been situational shifts. Uh, notice I said ships.
3: Yes. <laughs> but yes.
2: as you gave that, um, as you gave that talk about those endorphins and those feel good feelings. Sure. Uh, I think that, um, look, I think that it centers around trauma bonding. Mm. Because if you're hurt and somebody, let's say somebody's a God forbid, somebody's um, spouse or girlfriend or loved one is sick and they're going to be passing or someone um, has been through some trauma with another relationship. And that's what they're, it's sort of like getting that sexual healing away from what is going on at that current time. And that's the way I look at it like that okay not necessarily are interested in each other but it's that pain that they that trauma that they had bonded on that they were sure. allowed to to have that sexual healing uh amongst each other but like you said a little earlier i listened to when you first came on Okay. is that usually like you said usually it's the woman who wants to come in and the guys say, hey, I'm in a situation ship. Let's be uh, uncommitted, committed. And she is trying to think in her mind that she's going to be first.
0: Correct, correct.
2: That he's going to make her first. She don't care about what the situation is going on. Just she's feeling first at this time. Yes, yes. that's a dangerous that's a dangerous, and so it becomes dangerous to the man because what he did he opened up a worm of emotions that he did not know was there or didn't care that was there, and then it becomes a fatal attraction,
0: sure, but and you know you, gonna you happen. yeah you, you know in these situations like i, I always uh, I let women know sometimes that you know the, you do have the power in these types of relationships because you ultimately control you know, the, the physicality of it. So if, if you cross that, that, that line there, you know, the guy is only going to do what you allow him to do. So that's something to, to take into consideration when you're getting into a situationship, you know, cause sometimes like the woman may like the guy more than he likes her. And she's holding, again, living in that fantasy state of being, she's holding out hope that it's going to turn into something else. And in a lot of situations, it never does. To the guy, it's just more of a, you know, fun hookup type of a thing where the woman might be wanting it to be a lot more serious Don't than you. what it is.
2: Yeah, she wanted a lot more. We just we always say, we, we got women that say that they can just do the same thing as the man. And you know that we have sex for love and y'all... Uh, <laughs> have sex to get love we have sex you know you know the old story or the sure. old thing about that but it, it gets really sticky and it's uh, it all to me stems from trauma bonding oh. and he's getting her pain she's getting his pain and that is probably the ultimate sexual healing because they're releasing pain yes and then when they go away after the moment after they have the sex, they realize that it's over and they despise
0: one another. Sure. What happens is the pain comes back even stronger than it was before, before you got involved in the relationship. Some of the stuff I've been reading here is just saying that these situationships, they call them almost relationships here that they are a lot of hot and cold cycles in them. So there's a lot of situations where it's just up and down and you know, there's, there's, and and just the roller coaster ride of it kind of makes it somewhat of a thrill because you don't really know where you stand, and so some people kind of like it's sort of like semi organized chaos a little bit, you know. So I I think it's kind of you know kind of strange that these things happen. Uh, one other question I'm going to ask you, Ellen, is just that: Do you think? that these situationships are contributing to the decline in the marriage rate.
2: Mm. Probably, uh, in the marriage rate in this sense, that people aren't looking to be married because people mm. are still getting married, but not looking to get married as quicker. They, mm, I don't want that, especially someone that's there in their twenties and now they are turning thirties. Yeah. And they feel like they live their life and they want to settle down as we talked about before, but, um, you get those that's younger, they're not really looking to be married. And so I think that's where it hinders for the thought process of getting married, but people love still getting married. Sure. If I answered your question.
0: Yeah. You know, there, there's been a, um, they were saying that there have been a few businesses, companies that have, have to close because there's less people getting married that, you know, are in the wedding business, whether it's with a wedding planning, whether it's the the dresses or the, the tuxedos and all of the stuff that goes into a wedding. They were just saying that because the the wedding weddings have declined over the past decade or so. And so that's why I was making that asking that question basically but you brought up a really good point when you were just saying that people these a lot of these relationships can come from trauma or, you know, what a lot of times, sometimes if they're the previous breakup where, you know, where you were in a relationship with somebody, the relationship ended abruptly and then you jump into a situationship with another person right away. That can be another thing that can cause people to end up in these situationships. You know, versus, you know, if they had to just, were just not dating anybody and just started to, just start up a a different type of a relationship with somebody else. What's your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I can see, saying that. And as you were talking, I was thinking about how, you know, (laughs) this might be crazy, but but hold your seat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like, I just want to do it a little bit, but not all the way. Oh, my goodness. I just couldn't stop. I had to go all the way. Sure. And you got people that want to have a little bit of sex, not a whole bunch, just to, we might have sex, but too late, we went all the way.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And you get people like that, and they say, we didn't intend to, you know? Yes. So, in the moment, the, the hormones got a little bit high. Sure. And so... Have a little bit of fun without hurting their relationship that they're both in situational ship, but it doesn't work that way. You just can't halfway have sex without all the way having sex.
0: No, that's true. It says you you can't be half pregnant. Either you are or you aren't. So you're right about that. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't halfway do it. Either you did it or you didn't do it. So, yeah, that that is a good point. Like some people don't, you know, you know, people get, you know, they might start doing something. And before they know it, you know, they maybe went further than they might have wanted to. And now, you know, maybe their emotions are attached to it. And now here we go. You know.
2: Exactly. And like we say again, it's usually on the woman's part. You do get men like that, but it's on the the woman's part where she say, um, I just want to play around for a little bit. And this is not serious until every phone call at nine o'clock stops, and she's used to that. And hey, you didn't call me. Hey, you usually call me at nine. Uh, I thought you told me not to call you, you because your man is there or something, and those, you know, loving the one you with, thinking about the one you're not with. Mm. And then the sneaky, to narrow it down, Andrew, it's the sneaky part that's best. Oh As long as sneaking, yeah, sneaking around, and it's exciting, but
0: mm-hmm. once you commit, it's not exciting anymore. Mm. Yes, versus something that you have versus something you don't have. It's oh, that's envy, actually. You know, en- mm-hmm. envy is when you devalue something that you already have. So mm-hmm. you you might be in a relate what you're describing there, be in a relationship, but that's not exciting. The sneaking around with the other person is the one that's giving you the the that that dopamine rush. Mm-hmm Yeah, so Mm -hmm. I I agree with you on that. That's absolutely true. And, you know, hopefully people don't realize that that's a leading down a road to a recipe of disaster, especially when you're dealing with, you know, people's feelings like that.
2: And so you get that uh, microwave sex versus uh, something you had to put in the oven. Oh, yeah.
0: And you just want that microwave sex and then next thing you know, you know,
2: those quick
0: God, yeah, your time had ran out, uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Those are those are the the feelings that we'll we'll generally generate and that we'll have that can lead you know us down that that path. You know, something that's quick and it's it's uh, uh, what's the word I want to use? It's un it's unplanned. It's sort of unexpected, and it's it's sort of like a impromptu type of a thing. So sure, you know, I could see people getting that. That dopamine rush from that feeling So Like I said we were talking about that Another thing that I did want to cover uh, I want to say thank you for Ellen for coming on And uh, Ellen also was on uh, The podcast last week when we talked about Dating after a divorce uh, So I want to say thank you for coming on for that um, One other Quick thing I do want to talk about here Is was just saying how we talked about those hot and cold Cycles And usually a lot of times in these situations We don't know we literally don't know um, how long these things are going to last, you know, because it, it, they, could, they could last months. They could last even years. And then there's instances where they'll just last for a few days. So I, I knew a particular uh, someone who was in a situationship that lasted years and the, the person they were in a situationship with was also in another relationship with somebody else. And it just it lasted years. So, and again, I think this particular person was holding out hope that they would leave the girlfriend and eventually go to them. And that never happened. So that's what we're talking about when we're saying these, these quote unquote, situationships and how they can be really, can be really dangerous. So, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a slippery slope here. You know, when you are doing this, because like I said, feelings get involved. People can get hurt. And the one thing you don't want to have happen is you don't want people to uh, be in a situation to where they they gave their all. And like I said, this one person here that through the article I was reading, it took them almost four years to get over their situationship because they had developed strong feelings for that other person. So this is stuff that you have to take into consideration when you do this. Uh, the situationship doesn't really, I say it's, it's more, it benefits the man more than it benefits the woman, especially if, you know, if it's a, you know, intercourse is involved, you know, the, the woman, I don't know if she, what more she gets out of it, you know, as far as if she's looking for a relationship, if it's, it's to her advantage to be in a situationship, you know, it's, it's hard to say. But I don't. I don't think it works out to her advantage if she wants a relationship. Just holding out hope that one day this person might change their mind and say, "Yeah, we're in a relationship." That doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to happen. So that's some of the, the areas here that we're talking about. If anyone else wants to chime in, feel free to come up and talk about this particular topic. You know, we had two people come on already, and so th- these are these are the. the these are some of the conversations I did want to start to try and have where I could be a little bit more interactive and I can have people, you know, voice their opinions on it and how they can end up in some of these situations and how, how easily you can be sort of, you know, in one when you didn't, you never had any expectations. You never had any expectations on being in one. So it's, it's something to, you, you have to kind of be cognizant of, you know, just be cognizant of when you're, you're dealing with these quote-unquote, situationships. Well, I'm going to bring on another guest and see what they, their point, thought process is on it. Just to let the guests know, I'm going to be asking you just a couple of questions, and one of them is, why do we invest so much uh, time emotionally? Why do we invest so much emotionally in a situationship when it's not even a relationship? Uh, have you ever been in one? And why do we even get involved in a situationship when we know they will eventually come to an end? So I'm going to bring on the guest, Stacy here. And get her opinion on this. And we will take it from there. Good evening, Stacey. Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast. How you doing?
4: I'm well, thank you for asking. That was my sister, Ellen Sutter.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, everyone loves (laughs) Ellen. Everyone loves Ellen, so she's great. I love her too,
4: so much. But um, I would look at it as the situation ship. And a relationship is a breakup of things of hard to do now. Because you have some women that men love that they break, the women break up with them because most women nowadays are dominant. It's not Mm. a sex thing too much with women. The power with women. And then you also have a power with men, but men are so weak in telling the truth what they're going through. You can have a woman tell you, hey, I got me a man. He might be doing something that... uh, taking care of the household or paying my bills, but you have good sex, or either he has good sex and you pay the bill. So that's a ship that is sometimes hard to break up because it seems that people would both, as far as a man um, likes competition and don't want to let up because both and like bad things and see who's going to give up. Mm-hmm. And then you have men that are so sensitive to being a man in that relationship because they sit back and they have been basically hurt in a relationship and dom- they, their pride is hurt. So sure. it's always hard, especially a with situation, a situation breakup and a relationship breakup. And I, I can say with me, from my experience, I had a breakup of a situation. I loved my children's father because that was my children's and I love, love, love him. He's my first love.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I had a situation that I had to look at our children growing up and mentally and, and verbally, we had a bad relationship. But he's a fantastic father. He's a good husband, but he was a cheating husband.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So I had to realize to grow up and say, this situation is not a relationship for the children to see. Now okay. we have a situation that we have a relationship of patience. Mm -hmm. and our communication is so strong that our bond is so strong that the current guy that I'm with don't want me to talk to him and I say I'm still going to be current with him even though our children are older that I can communicate with him and I have love for what happens to him I'm in love for what happens to him but I'm not in love for dating him but I love the bond that we have and if it was like that if I was in love with him I would be with him so that's the situation
0: but do you but consider do you consider time. that? Let me ask you a quick question. Do you consider that because a, a, what, what the definition we're using for situationship is an almost relationship? So w- would you consider uh, that a situationship? So
4: that's ship? What, that's what I'm saying. That is a situationship, almost a relationship without having sex. Okay. A relationship okay. is that I, I call him and he'll call me, and the man still does, for me like we're dating, but we're not. But we're the best of friends. We can go out together. But at the same time, the current guy that I'm with doesn't like it. I respect the current guy that I'm with. At the same time, I don't get in his business with his children, mother. Because (laughs) situation. Yeah. I can accept his situation. Women are easy to accept a situation. But women can be to the point that they can be. We can be sneaky if we want to but it would bother us and we'll end up
0: telling you. and men never forget. Sure. They but
4: never forget and they never give.
0: Well, do you think that, That's you know, like I some love. men, some men will, uh, you know, we're somewhat, you know, territorial in that regard. So, you know, if we're, Absolutely. if we're, if we're committing to a relationship with you, we want that to be exclusive and we don't want you spending any of your, your time and energy on another man. Now, in your situation, this is a little different because there's children involved. Obviously, I have to communicate, but thats I'm just telling you from a man's perspective what's going on in our heads.
4: Yeah. So what I'm saying is that all of my children are over 40 and mm-hmm.
0: 40. Oh, okay, so, so they're grown. The your kids are grown. Have, yeah.
4: Yes, they're grown. So what I have with the children's father's relationship that I should have had a communication when we were younger. But he is my first love, and I'm gonna always have love for him because we had a bond of a connection with our children. And as I got older, I re- realized that our communication was lost. And then he went through some things that kind of made me kind of feel that I should be back with him, but would stop me from being back and wanting to be with him. The situation, because I love the man that I'm, with. I'm in love with him, but the man that I'm with is the person that. I can talk with, laugh, have no cocktails, <laughs> get along with. But the children's father is my buddy that I can go over and drink with and talk to people. But the thing is, the current guy that I'm with, he's not going to accept that. And he should not accept that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I have more bond of friendship with the children's father. Because for some reason, no matter who he would or who I'm with, he can call me any time of the day. Or the night and I'm going to jump up. And I ask myself, is that fair to the man that I would? Yes, so a, I don't know.
0: Can you ask that, that? Yeah, well, you know, I like I had mentioned earlier, yeah, with, with a guy, you know, it's it's, it's territorial. You know, we're, we're very guys are very uh I, I don't want to use the word primitive, but we're we're very, very our thought process is very easy. We don't we're not thinking about a whole lot, but we are like we have that possessive mode. So when a man commits in a relationship, you know, when a man is committing in a relationship, he's basically saying, OK, I'm committing to you. I'm going to share all my stuff with you, my resources and my time and everything like that. That means we're exclusive. I don't want no other male energy in our space. <laughs> if that makes Does that make sense? You know, we think like that. We like there should be no other male energy in our space. It should be zero. And
4: that's <laughs> exactly. How it is. It's okay. like that. It's really, really like that. But the thing with it is, is that their father, I don't I don't have many friends. Okay. Male friends got friends. I never was close by the lady friends. But he can call me. I am just gonna say this. The dad their dad had got sick. And when he got sick it was after a funeral and I was so close with him he got really, really sick. And I felt that I was obligated to take care of him. I really felt that because he's still with his wife, but his wife got sick. They both got sick. They both got had got the cold. Okay. He happened to come to his brother's home, which was where I stayed at, and she got sick out her way. Neither one of them knew that they had it until they both kept getting sick. And when I had seen him, this is how close I with him. I said something is wrong because he just threw it. It was at the get just days, and all the old old feelings came back not to be sleeping with him, but that kicked in, that mommy, that mother's father kicked in with me. It wasn't about his wife that I wanted to get with him. It was about me when I seen him, was he has no parents. A most of his family has passed away. So what kicked in with me when I was looking at him, I looked at the children and our children, which are grown, I adore, adore. and I looked at them and they were crying. They like, something's wrong with that. He was just saying. It's, it's, seen the sickness on him, didn't know what it was. And all that kicked in was, this is my children's, them dad. And I kicked in, I took care of him. I ended up staying over to his place. He got, he has a, he got his, he has a, a own company. We did not sleep together. I slept on one couch over there. I never told my guy about it. I said, I had to take care of somebody. I didn't want to tell him because the first thing he going to say if I was sleeping with somebody. But then when it was all over with, I told him, I said, I asked him a question. This is what I said to him. I said, if you're, because one of his children, he got two different babies' moms. I said, if something happened to your children's uh, mother, and she had, with which the person died from cancer, and she was really sick, and I didn't want you to go around, and the kids wanted to go around her, what would you do? He said, that is my children's mother. I'm going to participate with them to be around their mother and be there for them and be with them. I did it for a purpose because I knew the children was sick, but I didn't know she had cancer. So that was, she died before the children's father got sick. So I brought that up. I put my spiders on and he had already said it. So I said to him, the children's father was very sick. And I took care of him. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want you to lose the relationship with us talking. We didn't sit together, the children stayed on. He was mad for a moment, but then he's funny thing he said was that that can't be happened. You can't do that. The kids are grown, but we still are together today. So men do not accept the unconditionally as we accept with them.
3: That's that. And I had that.
4: to use that excuse, excuse sure. but I had to tell the truth. Yes, because it was bothering me, and it was bothering me, it really was bothering me. I, and women, we tend we tend to tell something not at the moment you do something, but we tell it because if we when we
0: love. All right. I'm I'm sorry. It looks like your time had just ran out. You know, it's it's a computer based here. And um, so, yes, you're you're what you're describing is is is, it's sort of a complex situation. But whenever there's children involved, a man does have to understand that the woman does have, uh, you know, she's going to have to have some type of contact with that other person. So that can easily happen. Stacey, I'm gonna let you come back up and finish your thought process. And so, yeah, that can happen, you know. And so, we have to kind of, you know, keep that, that in mind as we as we're going in through through life as being a man. But go, you could finish your thought uh, on that, Stacy.
4: But my 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 uh, theme is it wasn't that it was a situation that I'm in love with him and want to sleep with him. It was a situation in he was out there, he got sick, his wife was up there, and the thing about it, Andrew Andrew is it Andrea Andrew Andrew and I was her on the phone she was calling with the FaceTiming, and it was not I, I'm not interested in my children uh, uh, and our children dad to sleep with him. I'm really not mm-hmm. I love him I'm in love with him taking care of the childrens there but I'm not in love to sleep with him I care about his well-being not because he's the children's father but also because when I went through some things he I could call him and say hey I need something and don't really have to call him or either. He was sending me gifts. He was still sending me gifts. My children, would, my, my, my sister would tell you. Okay. With okay. him, with me with the relationship and the situation, he used to buy me stuff. I could be so mad with him. No, he cheated on me, but he would buy me everything that I could even not think of
0: clothes,
4: jewelry, candies, everything. And I would fall for it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what men so do. That that's what men do in those situations when they're caught. They they open up the wallet and they, you know they start to spend, <laughs> they start to spend money, you know to try and keep you, you know keep you that keep you around, you know.
4: And he did that's what he did. But as I got older and then got the point, I'm gonna tell you one day pregnant with our first child. I'm mm. walking to the store with him. We we stayed in Chicago then, and his sister. And she's looking at me, crazy and another lady with me. She said, come on, let's go to the store. And I'm walking with her. I'm tired. I don't feel like going to the I end up walking. And then there was another young lady walking with us. Beautiful. She's so cute. And I said, why am I walking to the store? And the lady, I don't know if the young girl didn't know if I was his baby's mother, however. She said, we're walking her to the store, and I didn't want you to think because I'm walking with them that I don't love you. That's what my sister was saying to me. That was before we got me. I said, walking who to the store? She said, this is with her. This is how gullible I was in loving him. He walked another lady to the store because it was dark, and she didn't want to walk by herself, but he laughed her. And I'm so stupid and following with my sister-in-law, before she's my sister-in-law, and they're walking in the front. (laughs) They're walking in the front. But I didn't look at it as nothing happening because she stayed in the building. This how much a woman can love a man, we see with our own eyes. We think, but we don't think until it's at the last moment. The one thing I can say, once I found out she did like him, and she called herself trying to fight me, we both whooped their butt. He mm. did that. We really did. That was back in the 80s. But now I understand a situation from a relationship. I have a relationship and a situation with him. The relationship is that we are still co-parents, even though our children are grown. The situation with him that I have is I still care about something happening to him i okay. really
0: would. it would break my heart Sure
4: well So is that wrong? Is it, is it possible That you yourself can be in a Situation in a relationship
0: Oh you mean you both, like both together well I guess For, for the purposes of yeah. this conversation We were talking about it being more you know Intimate you know so And uh, your, what you're describing Is More of a relationship With the person Than an actual situationship so it, it, what you're describing is you're in a relationship with him, but there's, you're not, it's not physical. It's more of a,
3: right. you
0: have, a, you have what, it, what I, I tell people this, you have an intimate relationship with him, but it's not physical. Oh. Intimate, intimate meaning into oh, okay. me, into okay. me okay. see, yes, right. you see what I'm saying? It's so you have the into me see, but there's no physical. Y'all know all of your, 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 your weaknesses and your strengths because y'all have such a long history together. So that's that's what you have. It's more of a relationship, an intimate relationship, than a situationship. And like I was telling you before, men don't like if they're in a relationship with you to for you to have an intimate relationship with another man, even though it's not physical.
4: So what I'm asking, are you saying with yourself? I'm just asking you yourself. Mm-hmm. Are you in a? Have you been in a situation? uh ship of a breakup of being harder to break up in a
0: relationship right me me personally it i've i don't i've yes. been in situationships i've just never the breakup wasn't that difficult for me because in my mind
4: okay, so what was your situation?
0: well no because there, I, were, there I, was <laughs> <thinking about it. laughs> well i can i can elaborate on it a little bit but basically i, I give you an example yes. of one that what one that happened and one was just basically i was with someone we lived about, I want to say about 35, 40 minutes apart from each other. So we would only see each other maybe a couple of times a week. And so what happened was we were together and it was great when we were together, but in my mind, I knew that at some point it probably was going to come to an end because we were both in transition. So it was a point in time when I was going from one, a uh, job to to another and I was going to probably be moving at some point out of the area and she was in a similar okay. situation where she was going to probably be moving at some point now I don't know if it would have been closer to where we were at or she was going to move a little bit further away but we were both in transition so I already knew in my head that the relationship was going to you know at some the situation because that's what it was a situation was going to come to an end so the breakup okay. when, when it when it ended it didn't hurt that much because I knew in the back of my mind, I knew that it was going to come to an end where sometimes with a situation shift, the, br- the breakup can be abrupt and you don't know when it's going to happen. So when that happens, then boom, you're like, you know, what, 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 what just, what happened? And, and, and so you're kind of left, you know, holding broken pieces. <laughs> you don't know what, you know, before yeah. you know it. And that's what, that's why I think it's some somewhat <laughs> difficult for some people.
4: Okay. So I and sometimes come of me with the questions that you just answered. Like I have a situationship with him, of, of a situation since we had that bond with our children, but I haven't had a relationship with him. But it hurts me sometimes that I can be close to the children's father go out and have a very good time, be around the children. But my guy that I'm with is my smooth, to keep me down, mellow guy. I love that about him, and I love him so much that I don't want to come and say, "Oh, you shouldn't."
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Stacy. You got cut off for a little bit, but uh, I'll keep your time running for the last couple minutes here. There you go. You're back. Okay. Yes. Yeah, go ahead and finish.
4: I apologize, call, but I just declined it. I don't want to. I'm not cheating, but I'm really hurting because this is happening right now. Today was my my sister met my guy. He's the most sweetest loving, caring, understanding individual ever. He's the person that calms me, to to keep me in in, you know, because I do have a quick temper at times, but one (laughs) thing about him, if you say something about me and I'm not, not gonna hear it, if you say something, he's not gonna hear it. But at the same time, the children's father is the same way. You can say something about me, but at the same time, he's got that snappy crap popping uh, we can go out and kick and be dressed, be sharp. He'd still buy my clothes today, and I told him to stop doing it. But he would still do it. And the guy that I'm with would buy my clothes. He's everything for me, mm. everything. But he's the one who keeps me in a calm manner, travel all together, and all that. But it seems like the children's father sometimes he'll call me, Oh, you with your, with your baby's dead? Did you close to come here. And then when I say I can't talk right now, he was still called. So I'm saying to myself, is this a situation that I really need to just let, just, just not, if I don't talk to him, it's going to hurt me because it's still my children's father and yeah. something that. Not-
0: well, you got to put so, some, you're going you're gonna to have to, Stacey. you're going to have to put some boundaries in place in this situation because you're going to have to res- respect the, the uh, feelings of the person that you're with now. You know, so you, you might have to put some boundaries in place.
4: So when you say put some boundaries, that means I have to stop
0: talking to them? Not, not totally stop talking to them, but maybe cut down on the amount of time you talk to them and cut down, you know, significantly cut down on how much time you talk to them and, and things to that effect. Because your kids are grown now, so it shouldn't be as, you know, as, as, as if they were younger. Okay. That's just, so that's just that's that my, just my
4: the, thought.
3: <laughs> but
4: you know what? I am glad that you, my sister threw me into you. Because I haven't talked to no guy because I really don't talk to him. And from a guy prospect, I thought about it, but at the same time, I'm like, "Is but the thing about it, he still talked to his children, mother. I don't have a oh, Okay,
0: okay. I understand.
4: But he don't
0: go nowhere. Alright, Stacey, your time's about to so run out.
4: Really
0: I'm sorry about that. Your, your time's about to run out, but I, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, again, thank you for coming on, uh, coming on the show. And we that in that situation there, when y'all both are you know have you know children and different things like that, uh you know you're you're not looking at it maybe the same way he's looking at it, but I would just say maybe if y'all both can sit down and you know establish some type of boundaries for each other, it'll probably work out to your advantage you know in the long run if this is going to be a long- term relationship that you plan on being in for a significant amount of time. Well I'm gonna about to wrap up. Uh, I do have a, another engagement that I do have to attend to here coming in soon. I do want to thank the three the three guests that came on, Ellen, Stacy, the, the first girl. I think I can't pronounce her name, but I want to thank all three of y'all for coming in and, and sharing your thought process on this this particular topic. And like I said, we do have an Instagram page if you want to go to it. It's called the Three Thirteen Men Money Marriage All Together One Big Giant Word. So just all crammed together with no spaces, just because we were limited on space. And we're going to be posting some pictures up there. Eventually, we're going to be putting some video there as well. And if you're interested, you know, you can just uh, request to to follow the show. And in addition to that, we do have a website. You can leave your your information there. You can leave a voicemail or you can actually, you know, just get on the email list and you will get uh, inside information of what the next episode or topic is going to be about. So with all that being said, we're about to wrap up. And I want to thank everyone who came on. And until next week, see ya.